this episode does touch on miscarriage I know that that topic might be triggering for some people listening so if that's the case maybe give this one a miss About a year ago, I was out for a run in Christchurch with my dog and I got to a crossing and um, I had my headphones in and there was an older man on a bike and he said something to me and I took my headphones out and he said something about, oh, beautiful dog. And I said, oh, yeah, thank you. And I said, no, nice day for a nice day for a run, much better than yesterday. Um, and I didn't realise that the light to cross had gone green um, and a car had just like zoomed across, like run their red light. And I was like, oh, man, lucky I wasn't crossing at the crossing because, holy crap, that would have been bad. So when I said, you know, good day to this guy. Off I went, crossed, turned around when I got to the other side, and um, he was gone, like nowhere to be seen. He hadn't crossed with me. I could see in all directions. He hadn't gone back the way that we came. Um, he just ha had completely disappeared. Um, it's really unusual for me to take my headphones out to talk to someone when I'm on a run. I'll usually say hi or acknowledge them, but um, wouldn't normally talk to them. Um, and I'm still thinking about it to this day. Like, who was he? Where did he go? Was he real? Welcome to Psychic Ish. Oh, I sound happy today. My name, sorry, it just took me by surprise. <laughs> my doctor that issues me out all my antidepressants will be so proud. <laughs> oh, my name is Lydia. And if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'm sorry, I've scared you off already. Uh, this podcast is a place for me to talk about the little psychic experiences I have back from when I was seven years old way up until now, and I'm an old age of 29, still processing that birthday from back in December. <laughs> and now it looks like we'll be integrating some of your little spooky experiences as well. And I love that because that's the idea I had from the whole get-go of this podcast. It was just that I needed to somehow get some listeners first and then be able to share the stories. And everyone I knew, like all my friends and stuff that I had told about the podcast before releasing it, I don't know why, but they just didn't want their stories on here. And <laughs> if you can't sense it, that was sarcasm. Like <laughs> no. No one wanted to be associated with this podcast, but now you guys do. So thank you. You light up my day. You light up my world. <laughs> so that little story there was from one of our beautiful listeners, Kayleen. Woo woo. Shout out, Kayleen. Thank you so much for sending that through. Holy shit. Sorry, I've been holding my breath just wanting to say how many shivers I have on my body. I remember listening to the story and it was at night and I was just like holy fuck but listening to it again now I don't think I heard the bit about the car running through the green light as that old man was talking to you Kayleen so far out he was protecting you and the fact that you also said in a message afterwards that your papa had not long passed away and that you went through this little stage for about two to three months of 
heaps of men in their 70s and 80s talking to you when you're alone and that it shook you. I don't know about you guys listening, but um, to me it just feels like your papa was sending some little old men as angel messengers for you to just protect you. I, I don't know, and it just warms my little heart. So thank you. Thank you for sending that experience through. It blew my mind. <laughs> okay, so I got a rush today because I just know whenever Dan finally leaves the <laughs> whenever Dan finally leaves the apartment and I have some time to record, he always comes back like in half the amount of time that I expect him to be away and um he's out just shopping for something to wear to his sister's wedding in a few weeks. Shout out to Henny too. Ooh, this is just a day of shout outs. <laughs> Sorry if you don't want to be associated with me, Henny, but um, too bad. <laughs> what I was meant to say is that I wouldn't be surprised if he just opened the door. Oh, I feel like I'm talking really fast already. Um, that's okay. We're just going to roll with it. In the last episode, I reintroduced my grandma who had taken a little hiatus in this podcast for a while and there have been a few developments not just with the part of the story where I said she was holding a baby but just with how she comes through to me now and I think I need to give a little bit of an update before I delve into who I think the baby was that she was holding because that's the little part of the story that I felt needed a little bit more explanation and that it needed to seep into this episode as well. So as of the last episode, so as of October 2017, I think it was, if it was, great memory, Lydia, pat on the back. Up until that point, you now know all my interactions that I've had with that grandmother and everything I didn't see her again until I started recording this podcast and what she did was as I was talking about the first experience I had with her and then the other two times I saw her as a kid she would pop in and I would see her in my mind's eye like how I see spirits now. So she'd start popping in and I tell you what, <laughs> she was my biggest hype girl. And I actually have some of the times that she popped through on recording because I was recording those episodes when she came through and I just didn't know if that was something that I wanted to share with everyone else yet I know right at the beginning of the podcast I kind of didn't really know where it was going to go and I didn't know if I'd be comfortable saying when spirits would just pop in through clairvoyance and clairaudience while I was recording so we're at the stage now where I talk about bloody everything <laughs> so I'm not as nervous to talk about that now but the real gist of her coming through to me during that time during the recording of those first few episodes and me just really wondering if this was a step I wanted to take like I was so nervous um 
I didn't know how people would react. I didn't know how my friends and family would react at all or strangers that would find it and listen to it. And she actually started coming through and it's hard because like I don't want to say the things she said because I know I'll sound I'll I, I'm scared I'll sound obnoxious or like arrogant or something but she came through and she'd just tell me how much of a gift it is what I have and I ended up actually going on a little bit of a spiral because at that point in my life she was the first person to tell me that this whole thing was a gift and I started wondering what my life would be like if I grew up in a family where they didn't see my fear and think oh god this is awful like this is something we need to hide from everyone if I instead grew up in a family where they knew what was going on they were able to I don't know, sit and listen to my experiences and then maybe tell me it was a gift rather than a curse. I just pondered about what my life would be. And I can't say that it would be any better or worse because I don't know. I only have this life. But it was a bit of a shock to hear from someone that they thought it was a gift, especially because both sides of my family so the grandparents on both sides were really, really intelligent. And I don't know why, but I have this connection in my head with being psychic as being something kind of silly and something kind of stupid. And I always thought that it would be something that those grandparents on both sides would look down on and that it wouldn't be prestigious enough or it wouldn't be something to be proud of it would be something to be embarrassed of and that I really just needed to follow an academic path and career and go into law you know so when she came through and and told me it was a gift I was like hold on <laughs> what <laughs> and she'd give me these really big compliments and I'm just thinking now like I honestly think her coming through to me and telling me that I'm, like she'd say that I'm an enlightened person and that I'm an empowered person and that I'm going to inspire people and that I'm meant to do this. Like she really, really cheered me on, you know, and I do think she did it enough that now I'm starting to believe it and I do think she has boosted my confidence. She's saying I'm glad. <laughs> I do think she's boosted my confidence and, and if it wasn't for her, I honestly don't think this podcast would have ever been released. I don't think I would have pressed the release button because she gave me what I needed. She gave me reassurance, the kind of reassurance that no one else at the time could give me. <sighs> So after one of those recordings, I can't remember whether it was the first or the second where she just popped in, like she just did now. She really wants it to be her podcast, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. <laughs> she just said, no, we'll leave it to you. <laughs> after I stopped recording that day, I sat down 
I remember, like, I was still recording the podcast on the floor in my room in Wellington. And I was sitting there and I was wondering why she came through to me. Because I wasn't her favorite grandchild. To be fair, I wasn't even alive when she was alive. But my elder sister, she was her favorite. Like, everyone knew that she was this grandparent's favorite. And it wasn't like we were jealous about it or anything. It was just fact. And I remember sitting there and just thinking, why didn't you come through to her? Like, like she was your favorite. Why didn't you come through to her? And a few weeks earlier, I'd started going to see a cranial sacral, cranial sacral, can't, can't remember if it's craniosacral therapist or cranial sacral therapist. I think it's craniosacral therapist to try and ease um, and lessen my concussion symptoms. And what ended up happening there was I'd, I had a few past life regressions and they were really graphic, like they were worse than I'd ever experienced. But one of them I feel comfortable sharing because I know you guys want to hear about my past life stuff. I just don't know if I'm there yet, you know. <laughs> One of them, I just remember being in utero and having an umbilical cord wrapped around my neck. It sounds strange, but I do have this memory of being a fetus and just being in a uterus. And I don't think I survived. I wish I could remember how this all came up and I tried to find if I'd written any notes about it or anything about it but when we were having this conversation she kept kind of reminding me of that time I saw her when I was 24 when she was standing above the bed with the baby and I'd ask her I'd be like why did you come through to me why did you come through to me and she just showed me her holding the baby and it's kind of a known fact in our family that between her children between my dad and his elder sisters she perhaps had about nine miscarriages she had a lot of miscarriages and I don't know how the light bulb switched off in my head I really don't but I asked her I said was was I one of your miscarriages and I just got shivers absolutely everywhere. She nodded. And that just kind of made everything make sense. <laughs> now that you know who the baby is, <laughs> you're probably like, fuck Lydia, this is a bit of a stretch. Like you just asked a question and you probably talked yourself into thinking that you were this baby. I know, I'd be thinking the same thing. Can't blame you. It's all right. Keep thinking it. Um, but <laughs> there's more. Are you surprised? <laughs> there's more. And I'm proud of myself because I actually wrote this experience down so I can I can tell you word for word. When I first moved to Canada and really started opening up to all of this stuff more I started like a little psychic development diary where I'd just write down any little weird thing that happened and it's on a google doc and I just remember what I'm about to tell you 
very vividly. <laughs> so I'm going to read oh, I'm going to read you a little bit of my diary. This sounds very invasive, but it's not. This happened while I was living in Whistler. It was the 9th of August in 2022. And I said, so the other night, I think Dan got up to go to the bathroom or something, or I just woke up for no reason. And when I shut my eyes, everything was black, but I could see like a white outline of a little baby's foot and then an outline of a baby's hand. And then I could hear a baby talking to me, but I can't remember what was said. But I remember talking back to the baby and that I just knew the baby's name was Rose. Oh, far out. I'm sorry, I, I, I was just like, what am I reading? But I'd woken up and written a note on my phone of that happening. So this was actually on the 3rd of August. And it said, I saw limbs of a baby last night. It sounds really gross, but it wasn't. It was as I was falling asleep, everything was black. I saw a little foot as a burned out image in my mind, then a hand, then the full baby. The baby was called Rose. I talked to the baby, but can't remember what it said. The next day in New Zealand would have been that grandma who passed away before I was born, her birthday. So her birthday is on the 5th of August. So it was the 4th of August over here in North America, but the 5th back home. And the next day, I decided to see if I could chat to her. Because she was really there when I was recording in New Zealand. And like, honestly, I'd talk to her every day. It sounds strange, and it probably sounds a bit neurotic. But she was extremely lovely company for me to have around while I was still recovering from my concussion. And just to have someone so positively support you while you're doing something that other people really don't understand. Like no one understood why I was doing the podcast. So she was just kind of the positive sidekick, I guess. <laughs> and we really developed a really close friendship. But then with the move, I don't know if it was just because so much was going on and I was in a new place, but I didn't feel her as much and, and she didn't come through at all. I maybe just missed her a little and just thought it was time to say hello to see if I could say hello. So, ah, oh, okay. I'm going to read this out. I remember she came through at the age of 21. She was really shy. She didn't want to scare me. She talked about her relationship with Papa how she thought she was going to have this grand life, and she did, but she didn't have the love that she wanted. She said Dan and I weren't going to be like that. <laughs> Dan's going to be a great father, and that she wished our dad and Papa would have been. Then she talked about lots of other stuff. But she said that when I was in her belly and she was pregnant with me, that she was going to call me Rose because of Papa's mum. And that she used to talk to me. Oh, I've got shivers. She also told me that the piano would help with my psychic abilities. I'd started learning at eight 
and she visited me at eight. So I asked her if that's why she came through to me. And she said no. (laughs) She just wanted to see what I was like. That is a thought that I've had as well. So I started learning the piano when I was eight. And my dad is a great piano player. And we had her piano that she left him in our lounge. And I learned to play on that piano. And so when I was sort of asking her if she came through to me or why she came through to me, I wondered if it's just because like there was some connection there because I would use her instrument and that would sort of channel her energy somehow. But no, she was just nosy. She just wanted to see what I was like. I can't lie, like, I'm in a really weird headspace after talking about this. Um, I feel really, really sad. And I don't know if it's because I'm feeling her sadness from, like, or her grief from when she perhaps was pregnant with me and then I wasn't able to be born at full term. I feel a little bit like I let her down as well. Like, she obviously really loved me when I was in her belly. Oh, this sounds so weird to say. I know it's weird, but it makes so much sense to me. Like, it really makes a lot of sense. But I'm, I think I might tune out now before I just sound, like, extremely unhinged. <laughs> and I hate saying that because I don't want to make references between having psychic things happen and saying that I'm crazy or saying that I'm unhinged but they're just my feelings right now so I just need to honour them (laughs) this is bizarre like this is I don't know if it's recording in this apartment or what it is but I feel like every episode that I've been recording in here has left me like just needing to end the recording so that I can go and process the fuck out of whatever I've been talking about. (laughs) Oh my dear. Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in again. As always, I'll have a question box up on my Instagram at psychicish podcast tomorrow for you to share any questions or theories or similar experiences and if you have a little spooky something something that you've had happen recently and you want it to be part of the podcast just send it through as a voice note on my instagram too and you might start out next episode (laughs) have the best of luck getting to sleep tonight i will see you in two weeks Bye-bye.